You are listening to the Let's Talk Freedom podcast, where we focus on personal growth, healthy relationships, and the road to a fulfilling life. I'm your host, Kizwana. Come journey with us as we dive into some thought-provoking conversations and maybe some practical guidance too. Let's go. Hey, y'all, and happy Monday. Welcome to a new episode. As always, I trust that you are well and having a productive week. Um, I hope that you all had a wonderful weekend as well. I hope that you are scheduling time for yourself to refill your cup. However, for this episode, I hope you are spending time somewhere else. So let's go ahead and get right into the episode so you can understand what I mean. Today, I want to ask, what do you believe? So yesterday, we just came out of our New Year revival um, with my church here in the UAE, and it was amazing. Um, so this is not going to be a long episode, but it will. It, it might be a little challenging, okay? If you want to know about the revival, ask me about it, and I'll send you the links to all the services But Dr. Covington was speaking on radical and responsible obedience. And in that message, he started to share about how doubtful and unbelieving we can be as believers. He said, it's sad how unbelieving believers are. So I'll share a quick story um, just for, yeah, I'll just share a quick story. About two months ago, um, I was in the shower and the phone just kept ringing and ringing. It started to bother me a little bit because I was like, is this an emergency? Like, do I need to go answer the phone? Um, so I step out of the shower, then out of the bathroom and then go answer the phone. The situation was that something was happening and it was going to cost a lot of money or something or another, but it was still affordable. I said to the person, well, why did you call me? Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're calling me for. Their response was, I didn't know who else to call at the moment. Mm. I didn't know who else to call at the moment because it scared me. I said, well, how much will it cost? Y'all, I thought it was about to cost like thousands of dollars. It was just a few hundred dollars. Now, if it was a different situation or a different person, then I may have reacted differently. But here I was wrapped in a cold, wet towel, looking at the phone like it was the person. And the person had just gotten paid, had savings, had been gifted with something and so on and so forth. They had what they needed to solve the problem. The provision, the provision had like was already made for this situation Before the situation even arose, right? Yet they were still in a frenzy and started to panic. Another situation or scenario, someone was dealing with the health situation and they continued to put emphasis on what had taken place rather than how they were feeling and healing and moving forward. And every time they would talk about this, it would eat me up. They would reference what they had and what happened past tense so bad. And they put more emphasis on the doctor said this and that, so I can't do this. And I remember saying, just stop telling me about this 
Because at that point, I was getting annoyed. You're not including God anywhere in this. You're putting on for other folk, but when you're talking to me or when you're talking to someone person to person, it's all, look at what happened. And sometimes that can be a difficult place. I'm not discrediting what happened because it most definitely was life-threatening and it hurt me to the core, let alone like the actual person that it happened to. Um, But again, what do you believe? How many times have we known God to turn things around and here you are to even be able to breathe and to tell me what did happen? Like change your emphasis. Take the emphasis off of what happened and what is currently happening. You are here to tell the story. You are here to actually have a testimony and be able to have a second chance. Numbers 14, 11 says, the Lord says to Moses, how long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me? In spite of all the signs I have performed among them. So out of all the times that God has done things for us, have done things for other people in our family, in our circles, performed miracles, out of all these things, you still don't believe? This like a slap in God's face. We're being a disgrace to God when we put more emphasis on the situation and the problem than we put more emphasis on thanking him for what he has done. Over, well, y'all know how old I am at this point, right? (laughs) Over my little life, I've talked with different friends and family that would always have a but with every piece or every situation or like every piece of advice that was given. And it used to take a toll on me, like a, a big toll, because I was having faith for their situation when they couldn't see things for themselves. They said they believed at times Then they would question God, then felt like they could finally at some point see the light. And this was some time ago, by the way. I remember some of their breakthroughs and testimonies. And I said, I can't have faith for you and you not have anything. I can't remember the things that God has done for you better than you can. And this is no secret to the person. We talked about this over the summer and I cried so much as they were, you know, talking about how they finally got it. I said, friend, you can finally see. (laughs) I know we talked about that for over an hour that day. And it was like a load lifted because sometimes we carry loads for other people when we shouldn't. But that's love. And I just want to encourage others with these things. Like we have to stop putting so much emphasis on the negative and putting so much emphasis on the but. If you got to throw a but in there, but God, like what, what is the issue? Now I'm not perfect at all, but I do know that I have faith. There were times when I was just like the previous scenarios that I just mentioned I would always see the negative in situations or the worst case scenario before I could even taste or see the positive. And as I got older and I started to live 
life a little for myself, I realized that every day God was making a way for me and building my faith. Even when things did not go my way, he was strengthening me. Last year, if y'all listened to um, one of my, I don't know if it's the trailer or one of the first or second episodes, last year when I was going through my situation with work and living in a new country, my therapist mentioned that she admired my faith through all the mess that I that was around me and other things in my life prior to moving um, across the across the world. Through all the mess that was around me, he had me there for a reason until it was time to come out. And I was okay with that. I was okay with it because I knew he had me. All the other times in my life that he had me, I knew that he had me at that moment. He had me, he got me, and he's going to keep on keeping me, okay? (laughs) Now, I'm not telling y'all to just believe in any old thing because that's not how this works. If it's in God's will, then things will work out according to his plan. We only know what his plan is when we seek him. When we earnestly seek him for clarity and guidance. That's where last week, last week's episode on stillness comes in. We must take time to just slow down and sit down and listen. You know, those five love languages we always talk about, right? Yeah, that quality time when we spend time with him, that's God's love language. And he honors that. He honors our obedience. Our obedience is a form of love. James, uh, James one, I'm not going to read all of that, but, um, I think it's James one, two, two through 18 or something. But the verse that stuck out to me was verse 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Y'all, this episode has been sitting on me a bit for a while because, like I said, it's just been situations that have happened where I've had the opportunity to just challenge people. Like, where is your faith? Where do you believe? Not where. What do you believe? All right, I think I'm getting sleepy now. It's probably time to go to bed. But seriously, what do you believe So I ask, where's your head, heart, and hand with this? First of all, we have to get out of our head with all the negative stuff and just simply start believing. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Where do you need to be more obedient and show more love to God? I challenge you to take time to dig deep into this and figure out where your head, head, hand, and heart is so that you can live a little lighter. I know it might not be easy for some, especially when we are so accustomed to, um, you know, 
and when our environment doesn't uh, is not conducive for positive thoughts, when we're stuck around negative, a lot of times that's all we believe is the negative. But I just challenge you to believe today for whatever it is that you need, for ever for whatever it is that you are seeking God for. Again, I'm not perfect. I am not any kind of uh, person to be on this mic talking to y'all like your pastor or your preacher. But I just know that over my life, I've been able to have faith and trust in him. So I challenge you all to do the same. Until next time, keep taking good care of yourselves. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Let's Talk Freedom podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Freedom Pod. You can email us at info at thefreemebrand.com. That's I-N-F-O at T-H-E-F-R-E-E-M-E-B-R-A-N-D dot com.